there's no ethics committee essentially in the world that is going to approve a study of guys getting kicked in the balls to measure how painful it is. But again, we're just pretending, right? Just for the moment, let's just entertain this. Like we're designing the experiment in fantasy land. Actually, it's probably more like the Twilight Zone. Welcome to the No Cap Health Show, a podcast inspired by Dr. Brian Boxer Walkler's popular TikTok channel with over two and a half million followers. Each week, Dr. Brian will pull the curtain back on viral TikTok health videos and label them as cap, false, or no cap, true. Even if you aren't on TikTok, now is the time to get on board, have fun, and join his podcast. Dr. Brian is a board-certified eye surgeon specializing in advanced LASIK, keratoconus, wider eyes, dry eyes, cataract surgery, and reading vision improvement at the Boxer Waffler Vision Institute in Beverly Hills, California. Also, please remember, Dr. Brian is a doctor, but he is not your doctor. He is here to provide general information, not medical advice. So you should always check with your doctor before relying on any information. Hey, it is Dr. Brian, and so glad to see you back here. For all the first-time listeners, thanks for being here. This is going to be really exciting, especially if you're just diving into this podcast on this episode. Fasten your seatbelts. You're going to have a lot of fun. And I want to read a review that came in, by the way. For people who give a review, I'll be reading it on future episodes. This one comes from the United Kingdom. It's from Anthony Lawrence Is. So helpful, great podcast, and so interesting to listen to. Thanks for taking the time to write that, Anthony. I really appreciate the feedback and the positive comments. I'm here to help. So giving good information is what it's all about. So enjoy. For those of you that would like your review read on future episodes, feel free to leave it at ratethispodcast.com forward slash no cap. The No Cap Health Show is sponsored by Revitalvision creators of the only FDA-approved program that can improve vision in older children and adults with lazy eye. By improving the brain's visual processing, Revitalvision can improve your eyesight even after LASIK and after cataract surgery, or if you wish to delay the need for reading glasses, or if you need better sports vision. I've used their program myself, and it has definitely improved my reading vision without glasses. Check them out at revitalvision.com. That's R-E-V-I-T-A-L vision.com. I duetted a video that was really interesting because there's a lot of fascination with this question, what hurts more, period pain, or getting kicked in the balls? And I want to set this up before I play you the video here. These are two women, and they are talking about period pain and then There's another guy who presents a chart that he found on the internet to show that getting kicked in the balls was more painful than period pain. So I'm going to roll the video now. Periods don't even hurt. Imagine getting kicked in the balls. How would you know? All I'm saying is there's a graph. Science is proven. Facts. Science equals facts. I'm just saying, I'm not hating girls. So I need to give some background. So I duetted this video and I did the research where this graph came from. Unfortunately, this man found the chart from a made-up source called Quantified Emotions, which is a fake source, but it looked real. So unfortunately, he got taken and presented this. And in the duet, I said it was cap. But still, nonetheless, 
is there a way to answer this question? What is more painful, menstrual pain or getting kicked in the balls? That's what we're going to try to tackle today. But I think this question brings up another question, and I really don't even know the answer, but I'm just fascinated why people are so fascinated with this question. I don't know why people have latched onto this, but this is really a hot topic. But I think it also begs the question, why would one try to even compete in the area of pain? I mean, what's to be gained? Maybe bearing the badge of pain from one gender to the other perhaps gives them some additional like street cred. I, I don't know. But can't we all just live together in peace and harmony, everybody? In any case, there is the fascination with this comparison. And I am here with this podcast to serve you. So let us forge ahead into this uncharted territory. Now, I want to give you some information that was very interesting. There's a professor in London at the University College of London Institute for Women's Health, Professor John Gillibod, and he conducted research. So what he found, and this may give us a little indication, he found that period cramps can be just as painful as having a heart attack. That says a lot about the level of pain for period cramps, because we know having a heart attack is like, a, on a scale of one to 10, is like a 20. So his research shows that period cramps can be really, really bad. And for a lot of women, that comes as no new news. But for a lot of guys, it helps give a little bit of insight that, you know, this is not just like made up stuff. Like this is the real deal. But still the question is, is period pain more or less painful than getting kicked in the crown jewels? Can a study be done without losing one's medical license? In one respect, this is a little bit like trying to answer the question, how many angels can dance on the head of a pin? And by the way, that was a real question that was posed in the 17th century, and it was apparently linked to the fall of the city Constantinople, an ancient city that was in Europe. And there were these scholars that were debating this while the Turks were basically attacking the city. And I don't think they ever figured out the answer to the question of how many angels can dance on the head of a pin. So I hope by the end of this podcast, we will have more luck than they did with arriving at an answer. Now, let's just pretend for a moment we're going to design an experiment. Okay, so I used to work at the university and conduct research, and we'd have to go through the ethics committee when we wanted to design a research study. So let's just pretend we are designing this research study. It has to get approved by the ethics committee comparing what is more painful and have one group of guys and one group of women. And with the guys, the study group is that they get kicked in the balls and we measure how painful that is. And with women, they're having menstrual periods anyway, so we can assess the level of pain there. But I can just assure you, we're just pretending about this, right? I can assure you there is no ethics committee in the world. Well, maybe there's a couple of countries I can think of, uh, but there's no ethics committee essentially in the world that is going to approve a study of guys getting kicked in the balls to measure how painful it is. But again, we're just pretending, right? Just for the moment, let's just entertain this. Like we're designing the experiment in fantasy land. Actually, it's probably more like the twilight zone. Now we have to consider some variables if we design this experiment. So 
it depends on the force of the kick to the male genitalia area, right? Because the more forceful, the more pain it's going to induce. Now, we also have to consider this variable. Isn't this fun to do like fantasy land experiments? Uh, <laughs> this will never get approved, of course, but just play along. We have to consider, I'm kind of putting my scientific like doctor researcher hat on for this. When I say kicky, by the way, that is the person receiving the kick. We have to consider whether the kicker was wearing what type of shoes. Was the kicker wearing cushy Uggs or army boots? And was the kicky, the person receiving the kick, wearing cotton underwear or going commando? I don't really think that's going to make a difference. Were they wearing a protective cup that certain sports require, like in baseball, for example, to protect the huevos rancheros? So these are things that we'd have to consider when we design this study. But I think at the end of the day, we're never going to have a study. And I don't think a study should be done just for the record on this topic. We're only playing around with this hypothetically. And I will say this. I know some guys think it's funny to kick their friends in the balls. Please do not ever, ever do that. It can cause something called testicular torsion, which is where the testicle gets turned on itself and it can cut off the blood supply and cause it to die. And there's some rare cases that that could lead to death from some complications of that. So please, for the record, it's never funny to kick your friends in the balls. Please don't ever, ever do that. So when we look at the sole event, hypothetically, of getting kicked in the balls versus period cramping or period pain, there's too many variables at the end of the day to really know which is more painful, honestly, from a single event. Because again, in theory, army boots to the groin, that's going to be really painful. That can be just as painful probably as having a heart attack, which puts that on par with really bad menstrual cramping. However, I have thought of a way to definitively answer this question of what hurts more. I'm going to explain. I think it's really interesting. I'm going to read some comments that were in response to my video that I duetted of this video I played at the top of the episode. And this might give us some insight, perhaps. Here's one comment. The thing is that kicked in the balls pain is usually gone in a few minutes. Period pains can last the whole period or at least a full day. Another comment. Do you guys have pain for one to seven days or even nine days straight, nonstop? Do you feel dizzy? Do you get emotional? Nope. So this is interesting. This makes me think about another factor that I never considered, and maybe you didn't either, that it's not just the one-time event pain, like the spike in pain, but it's also taking into account the duration of pain. I think that can help us answer this question. If we take into account not just the one-time event, but the reality that period cramps occur not just as a one-time event on a day, but for several hours of the day, if not the whole day, but then it occurs on multiple days, five, six, seven days, sometimes longer, so if you take into account total duration 
of period pain versus getting kicked in the balls, which is a one-time event, the duration, the hours of pain is going to be massively more than being kicked in the balls at one time. So I'm happy to say that we have arrived at the answer that when you take into account total duration of the pain, not just the spike of it, but the duration of it, period pain is more painful than getting kicked in the balls. Now, I know some guys may not be happy about that because you're really hoping that maybe there's a way to sort of wear that badge of pain among your peers. But nonetheless, when we take the reality of the situation that, in fact, period pain is more than being kicked in the balls because of the duration. So here is the no-cap recap from today's episode. Number one that when you consider duration, period pain is worse than getting kicked in the balls. Although the acute amount of pain from the one-time event is hard to measure. Number two, please don't kick your friends in the balls. This is not funny. It's potentially very dangerous. Please don't do that. And number three, which is not a recap, but this is just new information, that if women are having period pain that is so bad and so intense that even with ibuprofen, it's still difficult and they can't do their daily activities, it is recommended to call your doctor, call your OBGYN, because there are some things that could be done to help versus just over-the-counter ibuprofen or other pain medicines. The first two episodes of the podcast, the inaugural quote-unquote episodes, were about how to grow taller, and those were extremely popular. So next week, I'm going to talk about something related, which is how to appear taller based on how you wear your hair, your clothes, colors, patterns, but also how to appear shorter. I was really fascinated because when I first had talked about this, there were so many people who were like, I'm already too tall. I want to know what I can do to look shorter. So I'm going to talk about how to appear shorter as well in next week's episode. And that episode is going to drop next Wednesday, as all episodes do. The No Cap Health Show is sponsored by Revitalvision, creators of the only FDA-approved program that can improve vision in older children and adults with lazy eye and they have programs that can improve vision in other conditions too. Check them out at revitalvision.com. That's R-E-V-I-T-A-L vision.com. If you have differing opinions about what hurts more, feel free to message me through my Instagram, which is Dr. Boxer Walkler, Dr. Boxer Walkler. Or if you have any other suggestions on future episodes or any other comments, feel free to message me there. Please keep tagging me out there on TikTok if you see videos that you want me to comment on or you think are cap or not cap. And again, if you enjoyed this podcast, really the best things for me is to just take a moment, just quickly go to ratethispodcast.com forward slash no cap and leave a review. I'd love to read it out in a future episode. If you enjoy the No Cap Health Show, please recommend it to your friends or family Word of mouth is the single best way to support a podcast you like. Thanks, and I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the No Cap Health Show. 
To review the show notes for this episode, which includes a summary, key takeaways, and any links mentioned, visit nocaphealthshow.com. Don't miss another episode and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, make sure to follow Dr. Brian on TikTok at MD. And remember, Dr. Brian is a real doctor, but he is not your doctor. He is here to provide general information, not medical advice. So you should always check with your doctor before relying on any information.